Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and either TR90 or Solutions, the Digit 4 Anti-Aging. Frank says he's been seeing them pop up on other podcast services as well, so there that is. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, if you dial in to 712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022 to join us live, and we would be delighted to have you along with us. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. And I come to you with an education background, but a huge interest in health, nutrition, and exercise dating back more than four and a half decades, and I'm always looking for things that are in support of our TR90 program. When you're first starting out, it's the one lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best, but if you're not able to do that, take them with your meals. Many times, and I would say about 50% of the time, I had to take them with my meals because I didn't know 15 to 20 minutes ahead of time when breakfast or lunch was going to be or sometimes even dinner because I'm a substitute teacher and my life as a pet sitter and teaching and tutoring, I could not plan that far in advance because there was always traffic and other things involved. So you can definitely take them with your meals and it will still work. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you your macronutrients, which are your carbs, your sugars, your uh, proteins, and fats. It will give you your micronutrients, which are your vitamins and minerals within those fruits and vegetables. And the last thing that fruits and vegetables give you is fiber. And that fiber helps in two ways, one of which is with satiety or that feeling of fullness, the other thing that fiber helps with is good digestive health. For that, guys need 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need 32 grams of fiber daily, so getting that fiber from your fresh fruits and vegetables is really, really important and key. 30 minutes about it to have the exercise at least five days a week. It can be whatever exercise you desire it to be. It can definitely be more than 30 minutes, but 30 minutes is your bottom baseline where to start. Um, you can do it in a 30-minute chunk, two 15-minute chunks, or three 10-minute chunks, whatever fits your lifestyle. And this time of the year, adding an extra 10, 15, 20 minutes of exercise because of all the goodies that are around is not a bad idea. And besides which, getting outside and enjoying that pressure is really helpful too because there are actually micronutrients in the air that can actually um, help. If you are exercising, well, then you need to be thinking about hydration, and that hydration is one, one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you start out at 50 ounces of water daily, and then you bump it up from there depending on how much activity you have, how uh, 
humid it is where you are at. It just takes a multitude of things to really be on top of what your hydration is. Hydration can also mask itself, or dehydration can mask itself as hunger. So if you think you're hungry, drink a glass of water, wait about five minutes, see if you're really still hungry or if it's actually dehydration and that you want more water. Um, it's really important to stay on top of that water consumption. And the last thing that I recommend is seven to nine hours of sleep. And several studies that I have read really indicate that it is important to get that seven to nine hours of sleep because your body does system resets while you're sleeping, clears out toxins, stores memories, repairs muscles and tissues. It just does a multitude of things while you're sleeping. And so, hence, it is very important to get that good quality sleep. It actually sets your brain up for making good decisions the next day or two. So if you're getting short on sleep, it's like you're operating on uh, at least one or two drinks of alcohol. So it really is key. And if you're short on sleep, take a nap. See if you can't get some of that um, sleep deficit back and really start making some super fine decisions. So with that being said, Today's information is actually coming out of a book that's called Eat to Live by Joel Furman, F-U-H-R-M-A-N-M-D. And I'm always looking for things that will help support our tier 90 lifestyle. And some of the things that he has in his book actually work well with our tier 90 program and help support it. So hence why I'm sharing some information out of here. And I started talking about calcium loss. Well, today we're going to be talking a little bit more about calcium loss and why it could be a problem. So dietary factors that induce calcium loss in the urine are animal protein, salt, caffeine, refined sugar, alcohol, nicotine, aluminum-containing antacids, drugs such as antibiotics, steroids, thyroid hormones, um, vitamin A supplements, and published data clearly links increased urinary excretion of calcium with animal protein intake, but not with vegetable protein intake. Plant foods, although though some may be high in protein, are not acid-forming. Animal protein ingestion results in heavy acid load in the blood. This sets off a series of reactions whereby the calcium is released from the bones to help neutralize the acid. The sulfur-based amino acids in animal proteins contribute significantly to urinary acid production and the resulting calcium loss. The Nurses Health Study found that women who consumed 95 grams of protein a day had 22% greater risk of forearm fractures than those who consumed less than 68 grams of protein daily. The most comprehensive epidemiological survey involving hip fractures and food was done in 1992, and the authors sought out every peer-reviewed geographical report ever done on hip fracture incidents. They located 34 published studies of women in 16 countries, and their analysis showed that the diets high in animal protein had the highest correlation with hip fracture rates. 
with a 91% correlation between eating animal protein and fractures. The excess extra calcium contained in dairy foods simply not cannot counteract the powerful effect of all the factors listed in the table. And the average American diet is not only high in protein, but it's high in salt, sugar, caffeine, and low in fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables can help buffer the acid load from all of the animal protein and reduce the calcium loss. So we need to consume a lot more calcium to make up for the powerful combination of factors that induce calcium loss in the urine. So South Africa have, has um, approximately 10.4 grams of animal protein intake. Their hip fracture rate per 100,000 people is 6.8. New Guinea had 16.4 animal protein intake with 3.1 hip fracture per 100,000. Singapore, 24.7 grams of animal uh, protein to 21.6 people per 100,000 for hip fractures. Yugoslavia, 27.3 and 27.6. So as you, they eat more animal protein, the higher the risk. And I'm just going to jump down here to the United States, which is at 72 grams of protein daily with 144.9 people per 100,000 that end up with hip fractures. So we have one of the highest, but we also have some of the least um, fruits and vegetable intake to offset that. So, and that was out of 16 different studies, that was what was found and what they were able to correlate that to. Sorry, I'm letting my little furry friend back in from outside because she had to go potty. One of those things as a pet sitter we have to do. So some researchers believe that it is possible to compensate for our high-protein intake just by consuming more calcium. This might be the case if the only thing we did to excess was to consume a little too much animal protein, but in the context of everything else we do wrong in the American diet and lifestyle, it just doesn't fly. Drinking more milk is simply not protective. Taking extra calcium supplements may help trim the calcium loss a little and slow the rate of bone loss, but not enough. We need to reduce the other causes, too. We even add vitamin A to milk, and many women take a vitamin A supplement, which contributes even more to that calcium loss. All of these factors help explain why calcium intake does not correlate well with reduced hip fracture rates around the globe. The Eskimos are a perfect example. They consume a huge amount of calcium, over 2,000 milligrams a day, from all the soft fish bones that they eat. Yet they have the highest hip fracture rate in the world because they consume so much animal protein from fish. The best bones are the best foods for bones, fruits and vegetables. Green vegetables, beans, tofu, Sesame seeds and even oranges contain a lot of usable calcium, 
without the problems associated with dairy. Keep in mind that if you retain the calcium better and just do not and just do not need as much as when you don't consume a diet that's heavy in animal products and sodium, sugar, and caffeine. Many green vegetables have calcium absorption rates over 50% compared with about 32% for milk. Additionally, since animal protein induces calcium excretion into the urine, the calcium retention from vegetables is higher. All green vegetables are high in calcium. The American chicken and pasta diet style is significantly low in calcium, so adding dairy as a calcium source to this mineral-poor diet makes superficial sense, but it's certainly better than no calcium in the diet. However, much more than just calcium is missing. The only reason cow's milk is considered such an important source of calcium is that the American diet is centered on animal foods, refined grains, and sugar all of which are devoid of calcium. Any healthy diet containing a reasonable amount of unrefined plant foods will have significant calcium, sufficient calcium without the milk. Fruits and vegetables strengthen bones. Researchers found that those who eat the most fruits and vegetables have denser bones. These researchers concluded that not only are fruits and vegetables rich in potassium, magnesium, calcium, and other nutrients essential for bone health, but also because they are alkaline and not acid-producing. They do not induce urinary calcium loss. Green vegetables in particular have a powerful effect on reducing hip fractures, for they are rich not only in calcium but in other nutrients such as vitamin K, which is crucial for bone health. And I think I'm going to stop there for today. Tomorrow we'll have Frank up. Thursday I'll be jumping into the deadly vitamin D levels and why we might want to take a look at that in order to keep our health going in a positive direction. But um, as I said, Joel Furman actually coined an acronym called G-BOMBS, which actually helps get to the forefront of your mind the really important things, which are the greens, the beans, the onions, the mushrooms, the berries, and the seeds. Those things are really high in the nutrients you really need for a good, healthy diet. And with that, at the top of the hour, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. This is Susan Mann for December 26, 2023, signing out. And I wish you a happy Boxing Day which is celebrated in some countries around the world. If you um, want to feel free to share after I take us off mute any thoughts or comments, I would be delighted to hear them. And if you would prefer to send them by text, you can definitely do that to 503-502-4863. Just let me know you're part of the TR90 group, and I would be delighted to respond to those too. So there we have it, my friends. Have a great rest of your Boxing Day. I will welcome any thoughts or comments. And if not, I'm going to go ahead and release this and get our days off to a great start. Hope to see you back here for Frank, and I'll be back on Thursday.